And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, CN Rail outlines a bigger effort to improve grain movement on the prairies. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. CN Rail says it's taking major steps to improve prairie grain movement this winter. Bridge damage after a derailment on the CN mainline in October forced the rerouting of 70 trains, while mudslides in B.C. also caused a short disruption in November. CN's Director of Grain Marketing, David Shudnovic, says the locomotive fleet is expanding to improve grain shipments. The 22 new AC locomotives that we acquired earlier this year, those are online, and 40 additional locomotives have been added to the overall CN active fleet in the past week or so. Another 60 locomotives will be deployed in Western Canada between now and the end of December, and another 40 are expected to come online in January. And all that represents a significant increase in the locomotive fleet. And in terms of crews in, in the Western region, CN will have over 200 new conductors qualified by year-end and another 400 during the first quarter of 2018. And that's all positive in terms of meeting the strong demand we've been seeing in the Western region in particular. Shudnovic says the two railways are already maximizing grain movement west of Kamloops by running all westbound trains on CN Rail and all eastbound trains on CP Rail. The NDP is calling on the Wall government to put a halt to illegal drainage in Saskatchewan. Opposition critic Kathy Spruill said yesterday in the legislature in Regina, illegal drainage is an issue around the Quill Lakes. She's also raising concern about a proposal to move water out of the Quill Lakes and into Last Mountain Lake. Saskatchewan Party's so-called solution for this flooding problem doesn't stop illegal drainage. In fact, it's causing more problems than it's solving. Mr. Speaker, people living downstream are concerned about the government's plan to divert salinized water into Last Mountain Lake. They're worried about the impacts on the water, on the shore, shoreline, on the wildlife, on the fish, and their own properties. They want to know why the South Party is plowing ahead with this project without completing an environmental impact assessment of the project. Mr. Speaker, the Minister refuses to enforce his own laws and take real steps to combat illegal drainage in the Quill Lakes, so will he at very least complete an environmental impact assessment before plowing ahead with this project. Environment Minister Dustin Duncan says the province has introduced new legislation this year to deal with illegal drainage. He adds a project to move water out of the Quill Lakes has not been approved and will be studied in depth, but he says many projects have been approved. Really the first meaningful action uh, in, in about three decades on this file, Mr. Speaker. This has resulted, for instance, in the largest drainage approval in the province's history, the Dry Lake Project. This included 73 landowners and 18,000 acres. Mr. Speaker, under the former system, uh, the, the number of, uh, of permits, the number of processes that would have had to take place wouldn't have even allowed this type of project to go forward. With respect to a drainage in the Quill Lakes, uh, Mr. Speaker, this is something uh, that the, uh, the Ministry, the Water Security Agency, is working on. It's not just a matter of uh, closing one or two legs of drainage. This is, we need to take a network approach, Mr. Speaker, uh, and that's what we're doing as a government. Environment Minister Dustin Duncan speaking in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. China will start buying chilled Canadian beef and pork under a new pilot project. So far, all of the Canadian meat going to China has been frozen product. Marcus Mattinson is a spokesperson for the Canadian Meat Council. 
He says the Chinese exports still rank number three for Canadian pork and in the top six for beef products. With the expansion of chilled beef and pork sales, he says shipments could go higher. You know, as a result of this agreement, what we could see is an increased export of $100 million for pork and up to $125 million for beef, respectively, and that's in the next five years. So we could potentially see numbers as high as that. With this expansion, it's definitely achievable. There are also discussions going on in China about canola, but so far there's been no approval of three biotechnology seed traits. The Canola Council of Canada says these traits will help Canadian farmers grow an estimated $400 million more canola every year using the same amount of land and inputs. These three traits have improved disease resistance and resilience to weather stress. Meantime, nearly 300 people attended a Canola Week activity in Saskatoon this week. Curtis Rempel is the Canola Council's Vice President of Crop Production. One area of discussion is canola meal an emerging market space as consumers start thinking about the impact of plant-based or vegetable-based proteins on their health and wellness and sustainability of the planet. Canola has an amazing story to tell and also has an amazing future as we make genomic and breeding and, and what we call smart agriculture production uh, changes for sustainability. Canola Week wraps up today in Saskatoon. Environment Canada says 2017 is on track to be the driest year in Regina since 1885. To the end of November, Regina has received 147 millimeters or almost 6 inches of rain. 1885 was the driest year at 125 millimeters, followed by this year and then 1894 at 159 millimeters. The Weather Office says precipitation was below average September through November across most of the province. So far, 2017 is the driest ever in Moose Jaw, second driest year ever in Yorkton and Swift Current, and the third driest year in Estevan. In Saskatoon, it's the fifth driest year ever. Some new information on the two confirmed cases of clubroot in northwestern Saskatchewan have been released. Stephen Strelkov is a professor in the Department of Plant Sciences at the University of Alberta. He's the go-to person when it comes to clubroot. Strelkov says test results are in on the Saskatchewan samples and they're the traditional strains of clubroot and not the path types that have affected clubroot resistance canola varieties at 64 locations in Alberta. I think it's good news for Saskatchewan in the sense at least these few of the samples we received, they did not appear to be resistant breaking pathotype. They seem to be the more common pathotype 3 or pathotype 5, so which can be controlled sort of by the first generation resistant cultivars. For Saskatchewan, he was asked if club root can be kept in check. You definitely maybe more, have more of an opportunity to prevent uh, intensifying as badly as it did in Alberta because when we found in Alberta, the research was in a more primitive state, if you will, than it is now because there's been an investment in, in understanding this, that we have a much bigger knowledge base and more tools, including the resistant varieties, to try to prevent the pathogen from becoming as bad as it became in Alberta. In Saskatchewan, I do think you're in a better position you know, there's still probably going to be some spread, as you know, there's me various mechanisms, but hopefully you can keep it from becoming as serious. I'm, I'm optimistic that you'll be able to keep it from becoming as nearly as serious as it became in Alberta. Stephen Strelkov with the University of Alberta was one of the presenters at Canola Week in Saskatoon. The Saskatchewan winners in Canada's Outstanding Young Farmer Competition were honoured in the Saska at the Saskatchewan Legislature this morning. The winners of Canada's Outstanding Young Farmers Award for 2017 are from Saskatchewan and Quebec. 
Derek and Tanis Axton from Minton, as well as Veronique Bouchard and Francois Hanfield of Montreblanc, Quebec, were selected on the weekend in Penticton, B.C. The Axtons farm in the Minton area, south of Regina, near the U.S. border. SAS Party MLA Warren Kading spoke about the winners in the legislature this morning, the final sitting day of the fall session of the legislature. Mr. Speaker, the Axton Farm is a 5,500-acre no-till farm, and Tannis and Derek have worked on innovative ideas to improve their farming operations through soil advancements. Tannis has a Bachelor of Education majoring in biology, which has helped them determine the best practices in their mission towards improving the soil health and regenerating their farmland. They have implemented intercrops, companion crops, and cover crops, as well as controlled traffic farming and composting to improve their soil productivity. Warren Kading spoke in the legislature this morning. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 70 cents at 4.79.24. Oats decreased 2.45 at 158.70. Number one red spring wheat gained 37 cents at 2.36.05. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.67.46. Feed barley 174.63. Flax 4.72.68. Yellow peas 2.22.54. And feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, this morning, March spring wheat fell a quarter cent a bushel at 6.13 and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of December 5th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.75. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.85 cents to $1. We had a bred cow sale here on Friday. There were 300 dispersal heifers and cows on offer. Dispersal heifers sold from $1,500 to $1,800. Good young dispersal cows sold from $24 to $2,700. Middle-aged dispersal cows sold from $1,800 to $2,400. Mature dispersal cows sold from $1,300 to $1,800. Non-dispersal cows sold for butcher price or less. Nobody is looking for these anymore. They are better off at a butcher cow sale. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here yesterday. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.52 and sold up to $2.70. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.38 and sold up to $2.71. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.36 and sold up to $2.55. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.29 and sold up to $2.47. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.36. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.36. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.06 and sold up to $2.17. 
700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.98 and sold up to $2.15. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.84 and sold up to $2.03. Heifers are about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound tan steers at $2.47 a pound, a load of 550-pound black steers at $2.44 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.36 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.17 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.15 a pound, a group of 770-pound exotic steers at $2.03 a pound. This has been Stephanie Dig reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,100 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 139 to 149 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 138 to 150 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 47 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2757. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.84 cents US. There is talk that demand for live animals could be starting to wane and packers might not be as motivated to compete for live hogs prior to the two back-to-back holiday shortened weeks that are coming up. Lean hog futures are trading lower this morning following the fund liquidations and cash market pressure yesterday. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy and turning sunny this afternoon. Wind northwest 30, the high minus 1. A few clouds tonight, wind northwest 30, the low minus 7. Friday, mainly sunny, wind northwest 30. Tomorrow, the high 0, the low minus 10. Saturday, sunny, the high plus 3, the low minus 4. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 3, the low minus 2. Monday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high plus 4, the low minus 3. Tuesday, sunny, the high plus 2, the low minus 6. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high minus 3. The normal high is minus 7, so we're going to be about 7 to 10 degrees warmer than normal. The low is minus 18. The sun rose at 8.45 this morning. It sets at 4.55 this afternoon or this evening. Around the province, we have Estevan minus 3, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current minus 1, Weyburn is minus 5, and Yorkton is minus 6 degrees. And right now, the current hotspot in Saskatchewan is 3.7 degrees in East End. The cold spot, that's in the southwest part of Saskatchewan, the cold spot is minus 16 at Stony Rapids. And in Regina, partly cloudy, minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit, west-northwest 17. The wind chill is minus 10, humidity 82%. Barometer rising 102.4. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 2, west-northwest at 24. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.